Solve for X, Episode 8, Feed the Beast, Yogurt. <sighs> another day, another dollar. Well, you're about to get another bang for your buck. I got the trainee cleaning toilets. Once he's out, he's all yours. Uh, no. I don't remember pulling the short straw. Why am I stuck with him? Too bad. Default rules. Gotta do it. I'll remember this. <laughs> Alright, buddy. Let's get this over with. I'm Taylor. I'll be training you today. Yada, yada, yada. Let's start with some ground rules. I don't like chit chat and I don't want to be friends outside of work or really even at work. I'm here to do my job and that really is the end of it. This is a yogurt shop. You serve yogurt and clean machines. There's not much to it. Follow me, listen when I tell you to do something and ask questions or take notes on anything that confuses you so I don't have to be repeating this for the next like two weeks while you're training. Capiche? Aye aye, Captain. Okay, before we start, let's get you familiar with the team. This is Patricia. Hey. And Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle's shift starts in a few and I think Janet will be in sometime tonight during your shift to grab her paycheck so you should meet almost the whole team. Picking up her last check? She finally retire? No, not yet, but I know she has been wanting to for a bit now. Now that that's out of the way, we're going to start with getting you familiar with all the flavors, the shitty puns we have to say when we describe them, and how not to cross-contaminate allergens from one to another. Got it? Who's this guy? Perfect. You're here. You can help train this guy. Newbie, he's obedient as a dog. I like that. Mm, fine. Let me get my uniform on. Okay, hi, I'm Michelle. I've been the assistant supervisor here at Whip Delights for like nine months, but I've been a part of this yogurt prison for three years now. Let's show you how to make the perfect swirl. Perfect swirl? Gosh, is that really necessary? This is a yogurt shop. I don't think people are looking for the golden ratio here. People want aesthetically pleasing things, Taylor. It's what sets us apart from other competitors. Plus, we should be setting an example for the new hire. God, none of this matters. I mean, really, what are we all doing here? Selling shit for max profits for some owner who was never in and doesn't give a shit about us as people. God, ugh. sorry, it just feels so hard to care about these fake-ass worlds. I'm sick of these corporations playing God with people's livelihoods. Oh, someone's existential today. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Tired of working for minimum wage, probably. Sorry. Brian, is it? Can you stack the shipment we got in today while Taylor and I have a chat? Also, stop scratching your hair. We work with food, dude. Oh, yeah, sure, boss. Are you good? Look, I'm sorry for the outburst. It's, it's just I feel like I've been doing this for so long with little to show and little progress made. You mean like you're wanting a raise or something? <sighs> something like that, I guess, but... I told you the owners are cheap and they won't go for it. I'm sorry, I've, I've really been trying. I, gu I guess just try not to take it out on the night. Uh, guys, I think I might have stacked the box you all. No shit. Just here for my check. Grab, go behind the till and grab it. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, Janet. Um, can you show the new kid the garbage on your way out? Uh, kid, don't worry about the boxes. Taylor and I got it. Just follow Janet, please. Do you need a hand with that? No, it's fuck. Oh, shit, oh fuck. Hey, hey. <coughs> oh, fuck. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Steady on there, soldier. Um, maybe you should take it easy. No, no, it's, oh. it's, it's fine. I, I can do it. 
Myself, can you just, can you grab the box cutter? All right, but hey, look, I understand you have this need to sacrifice yourself or whatever, but you can let it go for like two minutes and let me help you, yeah? Besides, it will take us twice the time with you huffing and puffing over there. Maybe you should just go home and get some rest. Ah! Fuck, here it comes. What is that? Oh, fuck. Why, then what? What do you fucking think, Sloane? How many times do we have to do this dance? Your little business is thriving. The monster, the, that fucking thing, it ripped that girl up. All because what? She was going to retire after dedicating her life to that job? You guys disgust me. So no blood on your hands, right? Remind me what you did before you were brought into these experiments. Shut your mouth! We didn't get the best debrief from X. They're weak from their injuries, and their memories keep mixing. They're all just terror. Why? I know you hate me, but I can get the memories from you, or Nathan can. Which do you prefer? Stop acting like there's a choice. You know just as well as I do, that choice is bullshit. It was a bloody nightmare, and I mean that when I say bloody. Horrific screaming. The noise, it sounded like it was coming from out back, so X and I, we bolted through the back door of the shop trying to figure out where it was. One of the street lamps in the back alley was burnt out and it made it tough to see, but we could hear it. Hear the crunch of something, the hysteria of a woman in excruciating pain, the gurgling from something that it, it didn't sound human. I couldn't see it, but I could hear it as if it was happening right in my ear. A woman's skin being ripped apart. Her agonizing terror in every breath, every motion, every tear. And she was still alive during it all. I had to take a moment, just a single moment to remember I had to be the one to save her and fuck your evil plans to shit. I grabbed X and I, I tried to find the noise quickly, but also quietly and when we found it, why do you need me to explain this to you? You have it all on tape, don't you? Just go rewatch it, you voyeuristic fox. Keep going. That beast, it chose that one barely lit street lamp as if it wanted us to see, as as if it was putting on a show and and knew it had an audience and it it loved it. The sight, just blood everywhere and and so much blood, and she was still moving, but I had no idea how the girl could still be alive, and it took me a second to realize who, who it was underneath all, all that blood. Janet? Shit, I did not see that coming. Dang, I really thought it was gonna be me this time. What, what, are, you, what are you talking about? You knew this would happen? Holy shit, did you, we, we, we need to help I her. know that. But we need to make sure we don't get ourselves killed in the process. Her knitted gray sweater was stained right through. Her whimpers were still strong enough that I really thought we had a chance to stop it all. Her face was so white though, from all the blood loss. Her head rested on the bottom of the garbage bin and that thing, it, it didn't notice us at first. Too busy with its uh, um, uh, feast to care about anything else. A fucking werewolf, by the way? How cliche. Keep going. Her skin and flesh cut like butter. The fucking noise of it. I couldn't keep looking, so I turned to X, and, and they were just staring like a deer in the headlights. 
so horrified. They were, they were paralyzed. It only took that second. One second of reprieve and the werewolf took advantage of my guard being down. X let out a sob and in an instant he turned away from Janet and looked right at us. His body, his, his everything was so inhuman, but his eyes, his eyes looked just like that small kid who came to work his first shift at a shitty fucking yogurt shop. I really hope that Brian wasn't some real kid. You fucked up for this. I knew I had to make a split decision on how I could try and save both X and I and Janet. I fumbled in my apron trying to find anything that could even remotely function as a weapon. I tried. I tried to think what kills werewolves. And silver. Silver. But nothing in my pockets had any silver in it. The beast slowly started making its way over, saliva drooling out its mouth, catching on its fur. I took the stupid tailor name tick like the tiny pin would do anything. But then I remembered. I put the box cutter from earlier in my pocket. I turned to X and I said, Okay, you go left around his blind spot and try to get Janet out. I will deal with this thing. Michelle! Michelle, look. Look, I know this is scary and fucked up, but I, I need you to listen and, and do what I say, okay? This is our best chance at survival, all right? Do you want to save Janet, yeah? Y yeah, yeah. I ran first, trying to give X a fighting chance at reaching Janet. I fully extended the blade and held the box cutter tightly in my fist. As I ran, I felt the pavement slip away from me. I couldn't... I couldn't ground myself. I was so fucking scared. I hurled myself at this thing, trying to take whatever advantage I could. I'd only managed to hurt it enough for it to back off for a second when I heard a terrified screech of my name. Well, not my name, but whatever. From, from X. I wiped the blood from my face and I ran towards them. I can't, I can't save the, bl the blood, the blood. I can't save her, Taylor, the, the blood. X was wrong, though, weren't they? It wasn't blood. After all of that, Janet was filled with, with wires and, and your organ-looking processors and, and that awful red oil shit. We were risking our lives for one of your fucking machines. I, I knelt down beside the unmoving bot and I almost slipped on how much blood pooled around her. I checked to make sure the werewolf was still stunned before asking X to come help me, and I could hear them chanting the same whisper over and over. He didn't know there were live ones. He didn't, he didn't know there were live ones. He didn't know there were live. X seemed so far away in their mind, and I had to reach for them to, to keep them here and, and, and alert. I screamed their name until they shook from their mind. X kept trying to, to keep pressure, still trying to save her, as if she was something to save. They pulled the edge of Janet's sweater up to clear the wound and threw the red, like, fluid. They were almost in a trance as they reached inside and pulled out a fistful of red-soaked wires, and I didn't know if that werewolf or, or Brian was a machine too, but now the only person to keep safe was X. So that's what I did. And how did letting the werewolf loose in the facility achieve that goal? <laughs> Fuck, X. Come on. Get up. Get up. We gotta go. Uh, where? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, uh, that little fucking marker. I knew you fuckers are just sitting back there. 
Wait. X, do you trust me? What? Do you trust me? I, I, I think I could. That's all I need. Stand right here against this wall with me. And when I say move, move, okay? Okay. Oh, oh wait. My head, it's its all just static. I know. Just push through it. Move! Oh, ah! fuck! Fuck, Jesus Christ. Christ. Oh my okay, God. Okay, yeah, what do we do? What do I do? Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. How did you know there was a door there? <laughs> I didn't know that Nathaniel screamed like a goat, by the way. <laughs> Thanks, Y. This debrief has been so helpful. Maybe you will be some use to Nathan after all. <laughs> Go kiss Nathaniel's ass. I surely don't need you up mine. Vulgar as ever. Not sure it'll help with your next test, however. Where is she? Sir? My hand! Just thought you want your little box cutter back. Sir, let's step out for a moment. Sir, please. We will deal with Y, but I need to talk to you about X. I think for the betterment of the experiments, we need to slowly wean X back into them. They are going to be useless if they can't serve the project the way we need them to. No, these fucking ants don't run this facility. I do. Hi everyone, thank you for listening to Solve for X. This episode was written and directed by Lee Fennell and Remy Ulmer. Voice performances by Lee Fennell, Remy Ulmer, Patricia Chai, Evan Fennell, Haley Ulmer, and Christopher McMillan. For more information, find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Tumblr at solveforx_podcast. underscore podcast. See you next time!